laugh Melanie <laughs> I am so high on dopamine this morning it's not even funny okay guys welcome to the podcast the millionaire of the diamonds and oh my gosh getting this chapter ready well beginning of the chapter we're finishing it tomorrow the more I dove into it the more excited I got and I'm going oh finally words to everything we've been saving saying for 40 years okay so I hope you lean in Monique I hope you lean in and you take down notes okay Maria Mariana 40 years and you know why you know why Melanie Miller I've been going for 40 years I'm highly addicted to dopamine and endorphins like seriously guys wait, wait until you hear this this morning okay uh we're in the book simon sinek um leaders eat last chapter six remember the short uh, version so we can remember it edso okay endorphins dopamine serotonin oxytocin years and years i've been reading it in different books and it's the first time that i finally get it so repetition brings conviction right so when people say yeah 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 i went to that class yeah and i've been following the same class or the same subject for i don't know how many years before you get that aha moment and actually connect it together i remember once this girlfriend of mine she would come in every sunday take a new self-help book she was a great reader go home read it bring it back the sunday after take up another book monique bring it back but she she she, she operation was a success she wrote she read a book a week but the patient died she was never successful because there's a big difference between reading and using this you know in think and grow rich the usage of that knowledge to succeed anyways that's another another story in itself so what simon is saying and this is what excites me so by the way if you haven't opened up on podbean please go Lise, I'm counting on you to welcome everyone. This is my new welcomer. Yes, okay. And share, share, share. Everybody needs to listen to this this morning. So what, what we're covering today is the selfish, selfish chemicals. These are necessary, the dopamine and the endorphins, so we do not starve, we do not die, okay? What basically Simon Sinek is saying is leaders eat last, aims to change the way that people lead in today's society, okay? Now remember, there's tomorrow, so it's a balance of today and tomorrow. In our days, it is more and more common for employees, family members to become comfortable and even or indifferent and oblivious to what is happening. This leads to less and less loyalty and more and more confrontation and less and less growth. So there's something that happened last night and I'm gonna share it with you because I'm still pissed a bit, right? So last, you know, Sylvie's not here. We went to bed quite late, like 1.30 a.m., finally get to sleep, and around 3, 3.30-ish, I hear my daughter, Yasmin, bah, 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 as if it's noon. 
Okay. And I get up at five, right? And thank God I'm 58, Melanie Miller, because if I was 33, I was going to go down there, put her head between the door frame and the door, and I was going to make it into a pancake. Anybody feel me right now? Okay. Like, like, and I say, she's just so lucky, sweetie pie, that I'm 58. And I know how to stay Monique in my circle of influence, right? So you just let it ride. But, but I understand she's so high on dopamine and endorphins that I need to teach her the selfless chemicals. So because you're young, there's good chances that the selfless chemicals are less present. But we, it's really a balance of all four. So I just thought I'd throw that to you, right? So today we're going to explore the selfish chemicals, the one that my daughter is very good at. And maybe I'll tell her to join the, the podcast tomorrow, right? These are the ones that motivate us and get things done. These two chemicals are the reason that we are driven to achieve. They make us feel good when we find something we are looking for, build something we need or accomplish our goals. But to explain it more in depth and with more details and visuals, Melanie is going to explain endorphins and Marie-Pierre is going to explain dopamine and it's so important you get it because today dorothy kendall is the beginning of a new life and we have 21 days to accomplish miracles and thanks to your endorphin driven day today dorothy and your dopamine driven day it's going to be absolutely amazing what we can do ever hear in the news the woman lifted the car to free the child that was stuck under the car in the accidents. We know this is true. Yes or yes. Okay. Amen to endorphins and dopamine. So we're all going to tap into these chemicals today and make our month of June the best month ever. Okay. I'm going to calm down. I'm really too high on dopamine. Melanie Miller, Dr. Miller, take it away, my friend. Okay. So uh, I got equally excited as I was um, reading and writing about endorphins because it explains a lot in life. Endorphins serve one purpose. The purpose is to mark physical pain. Uh, It's like our own personal opiate. So it gets released under stress or fear and it's released to cover up the pain. So it comes from the term endogenous morphine and endogenous means made from the body and morphine obviously is an opiate. So you put the two together, endorphine, you've got a drug from the body which cures pain. So I love the Latin and all that sort of stuff which goes around uh, words. So, um, The feeling of euphoria that runners get when they go on a long, hard run is mainly due to the endorphin. They love this feeling. It encourages them to keep going, to push harder and faster. And you may think that runners do all that just because of discipline, but it's not just discipline. It can become a craving for them that they do not want to go without. It is actually not about the exercise endorphin was originally, well, 
we, we were created in whatever manner you want to go with respect to creation. But endorphins were introduced to us, not as a, a means of exercise, uh, but about survival. And uh, why is that? Because in the ancient times when cavemen used to go out running to uh, get their um, prey, often they had to run for miles and miles, track down animals, and once they got the animal, they couldn't say, phew, okay, that's good, because now they had to run back home. And so that release of endorphin would give them the energy and the desire to, to keep going. And so they would run back home and get the amazing fix of endorphins when they arrived home with their, um, with their meal, I guess. So I, I know that this craving is real. Uh, I've seen it. And often athletes are craving the feel of it so much so that they rush home at the end of work. They've been work 12 hours and somehow they find the energy to not put the kids to bed, but to go out running, right? And the reason is because they're craving this endorphin. They use it to release stress. And you know, the, the flip side of this is that when they can't get it, they're not happy, right? So I have seen this. My, my biggest worry when Alan goes off to play soccer, because you know running is, is uh, something he does a lot of, but he also likes to play soccer. My biggest worry when he goes to play soccer is not that he'll be tired, but that he'll injure himself, right? Because once he's injured, he's impossible to live with. He is like grumpy, he mopes around, he's snappy. And you know why? Because he can't get his dopamine fix. So he thinks I'm concerned for his health. I'm concerned for my health, right? I really want to make sure that he's able to get that dopamine fix. He's like a bear with a sore head. So um, endorphins are not just released from exercise. So I did a little bit of research and uh, I came across Harvard Medical School and they issue, patient, they issue um, papers for uh, the, the layman, if you like. And this is some of the things I found. So this is how endorphins can be released. And it explains a lot about me and explains, and I'll, I'll give us a little stories on the way. So exercise, we've already talked about. Acupuncture, an effective way to release endorphin is with pressure points. Placing fine needles into the skin at specific points around the body trigger, triggers the release of endorphins. Who knew that? Meditation, breathing deeply and focusing your brain calms your mind and eases pain. Another release of endorphins. Sex. These hormones are the reason for the blissful feeling many of us get after having sex. So you can, you know, when people say they're sex addicts, they're not sex addicts. They're addicts to the endorphins. 
experts believe that endorphins promote the release of other hormones that are involved in feelings of love. This one I found really interesting, playing music. When you sing, dance or bang on a drum, you do more than entertain others. You release a rush of endorphins, which research suggests might increase tolerance to pain. Now, we all remember during COVID, as soon as I read that, I thought, oh, remember those Italians on the, on the balconies, singing to each other, banging drums, doing all sort of things. They wanted to feel good. They wanted that release of endorphin. And even in Ukraine, you see people, the orchestra, who tried to keep going to, to give that good feeling. So music is most definitely a way to release. And all of the people who come to my leadership meetings will know that I'm, I'm a junkie on music and I use it uh, to, to teach, but also to give me that great feeling of endorphin. And Stephen Colbert came across something that uh, helps us, which is laughter. A good belly laugh can do wonders for you. It releases endorphin and it helps the other um, uh, hormones. So what, what I didn't realize when I was reading with the Maria and Mary Pierre last night is that when you laugh a lot, eventually you start to get pain because you can't stop laughing. And the endorphins are released to mask the pain. So that is why laughter can be such a great med medicine. And, you know, one of the things that uh, really I didn't know at all is ultraviolet light. Now, I, I crave brightness. I crave ultraviolet light. And ultraviolet light is something that can release endorphins. It makes people feel happy when they spend time outdoors in the sun. And I wonder whether when I lived in Australia, I got an overdose of it. So now I'm here in Canada, I just can't get enough. So, you know, the, the, the ultraviolet light, that is so me. Um, and, you know, I was in the shower this morning and those of you that don't know me, I take cold showers. And as the cold water hit me, oh, it feels good. Hey, I'm getting an endorphin rush. And so, you know, it's not because I'm amazing that I have in, uh, cold showers. It's because I'm looking for another endorphin rush. And, uh, you know, laughter, uh, um, lightness in life can be a solution or can really push away many of our problems. And, uh, you know, I realized as I was reading this this morning, you know, music, light, laughter, all of these things give us an endorphin rush. So that's my part. Uh, over to you, Mary Pierre. Thank you, Melanie. So yes, I really love it. And as you were talking, I said, oh my God, there's a few <laughs> things that you can do that is in the list for dopamine too. <laughs> so <laughs> check it, check what in the list what you can do that is for both. So yeah, <laughs> you have the ball for the same action. I really love it. <laughs> 
So yes, for the dopamine. So we remember dopamine is the role of the reward center in the hormone. So, but it has many other roles in your body. So dopamine will play a role in your movement, in your memory, in your behavior and cognition, your attention, your sleep, your mood, and your learning. So as an hormone, dopamine is released into your bloodstream and it plays a role in the fight or flight syndrome too. So the fight or flight response refers to your body's response to a perceived or real stressful situation such as needing to escape a danger. But how does the dopamine make someone feel happy? So it's it's known as the feel-good hormone and it gives us you a sense of pleasure and it also gives you the motivation to do something when you're feeling you're feeling pleasure. So dopamine is part of your reward system. So this system is designed from an evolutionary standpoint to reward your reward you when you're doing the things you need to do to survive. So eat, drink, compete to survive and reproduce. And as you men, our brain are hardwired to seek out behavior that release dopamine in our reward system. So for example, in the prehistoric age, if someone saw a tree filled with fruit, dopamine was released to incentivize them to stay focused in the task and go get the food. As they made progress toward the tree, the fruit, fruit tree they would see it getting a slightly bigger an indication that they were getting closer and with each sign of progress they would get another little hit of dopamine to keep them on their way and another and another until they got to a big hit when they finally reached their goal it's the same for us now as we get closer to our goal the matrix tells us we're making progress and we get another little hit of dopamine to keep us going then finally when we reach our goal that intense feeling of yes i got it it's the big hit of dopamine so <laughs> and when you're doing something pleasurable your brain will release a large amount of dopamine and you feel good and you seek more of that feeling so this is why junk food and sugar are so addictive because they trigger the release of large amount of dopamine into your brain which gives you the feeling that you're on top of the world and you want to repeat that experience but <laughs> how can you do it naturally? Yes, there's a lot of way. But before that, I want to uh, explain for you that yes, it's why we want to have a good amount of dopamine in your bloodstream. Because it, when you have the right balance, you will feel happy, you will feel motivated, you will feel alert and focused. And how you will feel if you have a low dopamine level now you will feel tired, unmotivated, unhappy, and you will have the tendency of going for behavior of addiction, so going for drugs and alcohol. And you may also have memory loss, mood swings, sleep problem, concentration problem, and a low sex drive. So, and there's other health problem with low dopamine level. So for people with ADHD, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, it's related with low dopamine level, Parkinson's disease, and restless leg syndrome. So there's some uh, many diseases are associated with low level of dopamine. So yes, that's why we want to improve our level in the natural way of dopamine in our bloodstream. So you will wish to have a lot of remedy to naturally increase your dopamine to make sure that you increase 
yes, your resistance to drug and alcohol too. So that's why we wanted to make sure to have this boost of dopamine. So how can we do it? 10 ways you can boost your dopamine level. Number one, eating terrorism rich food increase your dopamine. So <laughs> a list of uh, terrorism uh, rich food. You will have uh, almond, you will have avocado, banana, beets, cabbage, green tea, oregano, peanuts, rosemary, sesame seeds, pumpkin seeds. <laughs> Maria is really happy. <laughs> it's all something that she eats. Turmeric and watermelon. And yes, you will want to avoid at all costs the saturated fat and sugar because they will have this artificial way of um, going to give you this kind of dopamine fix, but it's not the real thing. And number two, it's exercising. Of course, we all want to have exercise. <laughs> I look at Maya because every time we talk about exercising, exercising, she said, okay, okay, okay. She will do it someday. <laughs> Number three, spending more time outdoors. So yes, just like Melanie said for the endorphin, the sun rays, it will help increase the number of dopamine receptor and produce vitamin D and vitamin D, which activate the gene that release the dopamine. Number four, meditation. So the more, the, uh, the more you will uh, do your meditation, the more you will have dopamine. Number five, listening to music and you want to have music that will help you to relax. Number six, it's going to a ther therapeutic massage will increase your dopamine and serotonin too and will help to reduce the stress hormone that is the cortisol. Number seven is petting an animal. So petting an animal will help increase your dopamine level. <laughs> and we love, and the pet too will like it and will have this dopamine fix at the same time. <laughs> Number eight, it's sleeping. So research will suggest that a lack of sleep can affect your dopamine receptor and reduce their numbers. Number nine, it's taking a cold shower. So taking a cold shower can link to a substantial increase in the dopamine level. They say as much as 250% increase. That's really big. <laughs> and number 10, engage in activities that will make you feel happy. It, that include maybe yoga, to just go uh, walk in the nature, read a good book. So just something that will uh, make you feel happy. So. Remember, you want to train your brain to naturally boost it, its dopamine level. And it's also a way of uh, training your brain to resist to substances that artificially increase dopamine. So sugar, alcohol, drug, everything. So you want to do it naturally so you can have uh, this uh, reward system that is working well and you will have uh, this motivation to achieve your goal. That explains why I got into animals and now all of a sudden, Melanie Miller, I want to own a, an animal refuge with an animal hotel. Like, I'm so, so addicted to dopamine and endorphins. Like, I mean, it's clear. And I, I think I'm going to start those cold showers. That, that I think, I, yeah, that sounds good. Maybe I'll start off hot and then slowly, slowly, slowly bring it to cold. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Well, my friends, I said, well, this is going to be my close for you, okay? Because I want you to take this information and use it to achieve your dream life, okay? This is why our goals must be tangible. So if you're leaning in with me, goals must be tangible. 
We are very visual oriented animals. Think about the example of <clears throat> the fruit tree. It's because I see it, because I'm walking towards it, because I see it, I'm walking towards it. <clears throat> this visual will increase the endorphins and the dopamine in my system. We trust our eyes more than our senses. This is why we are told to write down our goals. <laughs> Those working with me, how many times do we say write down your goals? Listen to this sentence. If you can see it, you can achieve it. How many times have we been told that? Well, madames and messieurs, ladies and gentlemen, okay, ladies and gentlemen, after you heard Marie-Pierre speak about dopamine, and endorphins, you understand if you cannot see it, you cannot achieve it. 100 goals, the vision board, the conditioning system that asks us, what is today's goal? What is this week's goal? What is this month's goal? What is this year's goal? What is <coughs> what is the goal by 2025? And having a, 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 the, the pictures uh, in front of you, either in a workbook or a board, my God, you're going to kick in that those endorphins and dopamines, right? And now I'll, I'll just show you how we can use this. By number one, seeing what we set up to accomplish. And number two, by tracking it daily. Very, did you write it down? You've got to see it and you've got to track it. I tr track it. You've got to see it and you got to you got to track it. Why? We kick in endorphins. That means we wake up early, early, early. We sleep late, 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 and we ignore tiredness. That's endorphins. And we keep going. But without endorphins, we will be tired. So, you know, you need your endorphins to kick in. A lot of things are accomplished in the next mile. You see, greatness is never accomplished between eight and five at the job. Greatness is accomplished after every minute, after five o'clock, when everybody else has stopped. Every minute you go over and beyond that eight-hour day, this is where greatness is, is accomplished. I read a book that says between a, a job nine to five helps us to survive. It's everything we do after that helps us to achieve our dreams. But you, without endorphins, you, you, you can't achieve those dreams. Now, what about tracking? Well, tracking gives us our dopamine fix. Every time we hit a level, getting us closer and closer to the big goal, we get more and more high. This means, Melanie, your, I, I asked my 2080 this month, I said, Melanie, go live and share with them what is your personal sales goal, your personal recruiting goal, your team goal, and let them know when we achieve it, when I achieve it, because it's thanks to you, I'm going to draw this. Well, listen to this, Melanie. How about instead we tell our audience when we achieve 25% of the goal, like a progressive draw, right? This is going to be the first price guaranteed we're going to draw. When we achieve 50%, this is going to be the second price guaranteed. And when we achieve, like making it gradual will, will drive more dopamine. And the higher the dopamine for you and your audience, the more we are, we put all the chances on our side of achieving our goal. Have specific goals, something you can measure and you will win. What about RCR, relentlessness, consistency and relentlessness? The only two chemicals in our body that allow us to be relentless and consistent 
is dopamine and endorphins. There is no way you can be relentless and consistent without these two elements in your body, okay? This, this is also why mission statements are important and they must be visual. Example, like Martin Luther King, I have a dream that one day little black boys and little black girls will hold hands with little white boys and little white girls. You see how visual it is? And allows people to be willing to die for the achievement of this goal. You know when we say, have a cause that you're willing to die for. In our business, saving time, saving money, being healthy, solution to the pollution, they're all visual. We can imagine that, oh, now, wow. The vision with the mission. We are ready to accomplish, even ready to die for a cause worthy. Okay, this, this is why there's revolutions. People want to break the chains of bondage. And the only way to do that, we've got to kick in endorphins and dopamine. These are highly addictive. And yes, thank you, Melanie and, and Marie-Pierre. You can get it with cocaine, cocaine, nicotine, alcohol, gambling, sex. Absolutely. And I always said to my husband, you are so lucky that I enjoy working because I am a high dopamine and endorphin addict. As far back as I can remember, I say thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you to myself for having channeled this addiction in helping this world become a better world. But there's something very, very important here, okay? When you're going to fix your goals, your dream board, make sure you're dividing it in four categories. We covered it with Stephen Covey. You need spiritual goals, wealth goals, health goals, love goals, and you've got to track your your, your process to stay focused on these goals. So 40 years later, Melanie, people say, how do you stay so excited? I'm tracking, I'm not where I wanna be yet, but I'm kicking in that dopamine every step of the way. Track, 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 quantify money, quantify, okay? Quantify. Endorphins and dopamine, you will be happier. Endorphins and dopamine, you will stay in your circle of influence. You'll never be unfocused. This will ensure your success. This will help you get things done. I mean, how many times I have my list to do? I did something that wasn't on my list to do. I go back to my list, I write it down, and I just scratch it off. Talk about a dopamine junkie, okay? And I'm sure other people have done this, okay? Without endorphins, though, it gives us, we won't have that edge to keep going when we're absolutely exhausted. Me, Mel, and Marie-Pierre, by tonight, 10, 10, 10 o'clock, we're going to be exhausted. But we get the podcast ready because we're highly driven with endorphins. Endorphins is that painkiller, I call it. So remember, okay, we need this. But at the same time, you better be at the podcast tomorrow. Because you see, dopamine rewards us with chemical rush when we've accomplished something, making us want to do it again and again and again, which is exactly what it takes, okay? But remember, it is hard to do it alone. We need our tribe. This is why together is better. Now, coming back to my daughter. Okay, let's go back to the daughter here, Yasmin, right? That I would have turned her head into a pancake. Tomorrow, she has to understand if she's not part of a tribe and if she doesn't know how to have those selfless oxytocin and serotonin, she will never, ever achieve whatever she, she set out to, to because you can't do it alone. 
You cannot do it alone. So you have to at the same time. You see, I'm very self-sufficient, but I have to learn to work with people, be compassionate. I had to, because without my tribe, there'd be no 51 million. Without my tribe, I wouldn't have all this wealth accumulated. So tomorrow is the second part in the close. So be with us. And I hope you're just as excited as I am. I love, love, love giving the podcast this morning. But more importantly for me, actually understanding it deeply for the very first time. Okay, guys, we love you. If you enjoyed it, please share. Bye-bye, everyone.